0: chavez did good though he made a cool free kick dude that was a really nice free kick right nice free kick you know what the rest nice of, what welcome y bienvenidos nah you got it oh I'm okay scared. i'm not even recording it oh okay welcome y bienvenidos to the off the altar podcast what? here with pastor mauricio <laughs> hello amigos,
1: my friends, all the audience of the of the altar here with my boy, Giovanni Salvador Cervantes Sorry.
2: Can I go now? Yeah, or no number? Okay. Yo, he, he
0: almost forgot to do that whole... <laughs> I, I know, he almost
2: <laughs> forgot to do it. That was that awkward pause there. What's up, everyone? My awkward pause was because I didn't know if he was going to put a number or not. Uh, but it's your boy
0: Gio here, and I'm here with my boy, Joshua Calderon. All right, so today is the 24th. It's been more than a month since our last up- l- upload. And I want to say... L- upload <laughs> Our last upload. And we... We have a lot of recap to do, so I'll let I'll let Pastor Mauricio start with one part of the recap that he may may want to add.
1: Yes. Last time, we were in semifinals for the World Cup. We are in January 24th today, and we're still celebrating the fact that Argentina and my boy, Lionel Messi, won the World Cup. So we are still very, 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 very happy.
0: Mm,
2: Messi's the GOAT. <laughs>
0: The girl, he you he is the GOAT. It. Yep. All right. And uh, we're not going to talk about the Christmas service? Oh, come on. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> it's been more than a month. I don't remember what's happened. <laughs> it's the 24th. Our Christmas service was Dude, yesterday, a month ago. But <laughs> so
2: much has happened. <laughs> well, uh
1: for Christmas service, oh, man, it was an amazing uh, Christmas service. Mm-hmm. We uh, did a, a small play. Uh, but it was uh, very well um, incorporated to the um, uh, to the service in general yeah right so uh, we had uh Roman soldiers uh, at the door of the uh, church uh, waiting for people to come in mm-hmm. and they were assigning uh, seats to them according to their last name because we were trying to uh Make it look like the census uh when jesus was born and it was was really really good really good the the um uh, the environment created for the for the play uh there was and and we had uh joseph and Mary interrupting the service so yeah. so it was unexpected the people was uh, suffering with them when when uh, the innkeeper didn't let them go through, and uh, even the worship pastor uh, Jotam was uh, screaming at them. Jotam, yes, it was screaming at them because they were interrupting the service. And it was it was really really uh, good, yeah. re- re- really well planned. And uh, Luis and Jessica they did an amazing job directing and uh I think it w- it was probably uh, probably one of the best uh theatrical experiences that we have made at church we've done a church mm-hmm. yeah and it was really really cool so uh I don't know if i'm uh I have a different perspective than you Joshua or Gio. yeah.
2: Well, as you guys know, um, my good friend, Leonardo DiCaprio, gave me acting lessons. So I'm actually (laughs) a really good actor. Yeah, you deserve the Oscar. Yeah, I mean, come on. But uh, unfortunately, um, I wasn't able to act in this play because uh, I was needed for the music. So my experience was, you know, playing music uh, with Hotam throughout the service. Uh, You know, Christmas songs, they're easy. But they're hard, you know, because it's simple chords. But since it's just like a guitar and a piano, yeah, you, you have, have to do so much so to fill much, it up. Yes. So it's not even simple chords. You you have to add extra stuff. Yes. Um, but it it was it was great. Um, we enjoyed it. We had fun. Um, it was, I I like the part, you know, where we're breaking the the fourth wall. You know, we we weren't we were background music for the play but at the same time we were a part of it because like you said at one point uh mary (laughs) mary is making a lot of noise because you know she's gonna she's going into labor and um Hotam stops playing and he goes hey whoa why are you yelling so much can't you see i'm trying to do a song over here then sends her over and onto the stage um where she can stay like with that. They had a little uh, Montgomery put a nativity scene there. Yes. So she was over there with the animals. So it, it was fun. It was funny. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I think I also just like the. The doing the the nativity message through the play instead of, you know, just a regular preaching. Um, I know uh, we had uh, one family say they'd never participated in a church Christmas service ever. That was uh, their first time ever experiencing. That. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, we did that on we did it on a Friday because uh, yeah, Sunday it was 25 was 25. 20, yeah. yeah. So we decided not to um, not to meet and let everyone, you know, uh, recover from the night before with their families. For those of you that are listening um, in the Latino community. The way we celebrate Christmas is it starts on the twenty fourth, like around what like six seven, and we stay up until two three a.m. just eating, laughing. At twelve we open presents, so then we we, we figured
1: you know we, we play games, yeah. we sing songs, and it's fun, yeah, a lot of fun, and uh, so uh, I, we knew that we wouldn't we uh, wouldn't have uh, enough people on Sunday because everybody was you know uh, uh, uh what's how how do you call it whenever you uh i'd say recovering yeah trasnochado you know? no in, in spanish is hungover <laughs> 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 no, uh, you know they, they didn't uh most people didn't sleep well or or uh, yeah. and you know a lot of people has family and the the other people went to be with family so it was uh uh we decided to go with with the Christmas service on the 23rd mm-hmm. and and it was really good and by the way it's uh, the 20 uh, December the 23rd has been the coldest day in this winter. Oh has it Yes oh wow so it was it was Omega cold but and we were worried because you know uh, it's Georgia people doesn't come out when it's cold or when it snows. Or when it rains yeah, or when it's sunny or when... yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> uh so but but we have we have enough people and we i mean people came in and and it was a beautiful beautiful experience and uh um by the way uh joshua was in the play was acting as joseph so yeah my uh, good you know.
2: friend tom hardy actually gave him some acting lessons so why don't you tell us
0: about <laughs> your experience joshua Okay, so as you guys may know, uh, I am okay friends with Pastor Gio, but his good friend Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio and Tom Hardy gave me good, less okay lessons. They gave me okay lessons, I'm not going to lie. But <laughs> yeah, I played as Joseph, and um, um, everyone said that that they couldn't tell the difference between me and Leonardo DiCaprio, you know, like they, they said that uh when he won the Oscar for The Revenant, it should have been me. <laughs> <laughs> Joshua was the bear. <laughs> yeah, they said uh that bear acted its out. <laughs> but yeah, I played as Joseph, and um that was really cool because we 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 had to interact with the crowd a couple times, like uh saying hey someone help me f-, uh, I had to say hey someone help <laughs> me find a somewhere to stay for my wife she's about to have a kid. And um, it was just really cool how we did that, and I enjoyed it. And, yeah, it was a very, very, very cold day. We went out to eat right after, and um, I, w- I was outside for, like, three seconds to make it to the door of the restaurant, and I couldn't feel my hands for, like, the next hour because it was so cold that day. Yeah, yeah it was a really, really cool experience <laughs> celebrating that and uh, doing that Christmas service. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and and uh, the good thing is that we had... uh visitors at church and they were uh, blessed mm-hmm. so with uh, all the people that I talked to after uh, they they told me that they had an, uh, a really really good experience mm-hmm. with the play and with the service the way it was done as a matter of fact the, uh, the pastor from Montgomery Memorial Baptist uh, pastor Der Womack he came in uh, to 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 see what we were doing for Christmas and he was in very very uh he, his word were uh where uh, told me that he was impacted for what he saw so uh he wants to uh he wants us to do more plays now and and so so it was good everybody was blessed at, at the very end
0: yeah uh right when the play finished mike saw me and he goes hey uh um <laughs> tom hardy i mean uh joshua come on. me. <laughs> i'm just kidding but mike did compliment me on my acting a good bit but i just wanted to say that little joke hope you're listening mike
1: oh.
0: but yeah i mean we can transition into the question right now if you guys want okay let's do it all right pastor gio praise in man all right um lord thank you
2: thank you for today lord thank you because today was a good day it was a beautiful day it was a day another day of life that you gave us um i pray for the people listening to this podcast i pray that um they are blessed with what we say and i pray that you use us me joshua and pastor mauricio as your instruments to impart wisdom and blessings into their lives in jesus name we pray amen amen all right right.
0: amen so um I know that God will cl- will grant clarity on uh any questions that we have right and um uh, I was I had a one question in mind for probably like a month and I was looking at it today and I was like this question is pretty bland and uh I was I was rethinking my question and then I I came up with one but then uh one of my one of my friends from work uh she she asked me I asked her if she had any theological questions to see if I could get some clarity on what, what I could ask. And, you know, it's always good to come to a source that what this podcast is based for. And she said, she asked me um about uh, people who do bad things. Can they go to heaven and stuff? And I feel like I gave her a good answer, you know, mm-hmm. off of, like, what salvation, how God is so merciful and if If there's true salvation and repentance and they confess it with their mouth and believe it in their heart, that you know it they're they're saved but i I kept thinking that this, this is basically the question I want to ask what is salvation? How do we get that too? Do you want to start or do you want me
1: to start? It's up to you. I, I don't have any problem. You uh, Go go ahead.
2: Yeah, okay. Um, what is salvation? Um, so, so uh, to understand salvation, I think first you have to understand why you need to be saved. To understand why you need to be saved, you need to understand what you're being saved from. So, like, for example, if I were to say, hey, um, what do you think you need to be saved from? Everyone's answer would probably be uh the devil sin uh, myself maybe even um but if we when we look through Romans right Romans 1 and this is probably going to be a very uh Romans heavy podcast mm-hmm. as it always is now that I think about it <laughs> um the fact that Romans is
1: uh w- Romans is one of the most evangelistic letters from paul take us all the time there right
2: yeah let me say it in gen z romans is thick with the gospel um i'm gen z so that's okay that i said that uh (laughs) um, but i think 18 romans 1 18 says but god shows his anger from heaven against all sinful wicked people who suppress the truth by their wickedness so what do you need to be saved from it's not the devil Sin is more of the reason you need to be saved. But what you're being saved from is God's wrath, God's anger. Because God needs to deal with evil. Yes. And when he sees us, he sees evil. Yes, that's right. Because we are evil, essentially. Yes. Um,
1: We are carrying our inheritance. Yeah. Of uh, our sinful inheritance from our four uh, four parents, mm. right? Uh, Adam and Eve, and uh, when you are absolutely right when you say that since we are evil, what God sees in us is evil. Yeah. So, uh, and the only way uh, for us to not receive the wrath of God, as you said, it mm-hmm. is that God can look at us can see us mm-hmm. through Christ. Yeah. And for that to happen then we need to accept Christ as, as our Lord and Savior. Yeah. And
2: mm. that's the the process, right? So you're being saved from God's wrath, from God's plan to get rid of all evil. Yeah, that's what a- he's going to do a- according to so, the book of Romans. <laughs> uh, yeah. But God God's love is so intense, right? That he, kn- he knew we were evil. He knew that we couldn't get ourselves out of that. So he did it for us. How did he do that for us? He sent his son. His son came down here, lived a perfect life. He um, sat with and did life with 12, 12 men. You know, The 12 disciples, the 12 apostles taught them everything they needed to know about the kingdom and establishing the church and all that. And then at the end of his perfect life, Jesus was murdered in our place. And he paid the price for our sins. But then Romans says death could not hold him. You know, he it was impossible for him to stay dead because Christ was God in the flesh. So he came back to life. He resurrected. And salvation comes through faith in him, through faith that Jesus came down here. He lived a perfect life. And, he and died in my place, and he came back. T- he rose from the dead.
1: Yes, and uh, if you allow me to add uh, something to this comment, uh, is uh, you said it is through faith and faith alone, right? Mm. Uh, and, and but faith in what? Because I have a lot of faith in me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, I had a lot of faith that my truck will bring Joshua and me to where we have the podcast studio from mm-hmm. home you know we have faith in things in situations we have faith in our knowledge we have faith in in uh our money you know i'm gonna pay my debts because i work so i have faith in the money i'm earning but uh what what you're saying uh, when we talk about faith is to put all our trust mm-hmm. in Mm-hmm. Right. And in our case, salvation comes when we put all our trust and we give the keys of the of the kingdom, yeah. our kingdom, to Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, when we give our lives to mm-hmm. him. So uh you know, in Jesus' talk in John three, it says that uh, you have to be born again. Yeah. So you have to uh, and and Nicodemus asked and uh, how can an old man go back to his mother womb? Jesus is not telling you, you know, go die, uh, get rebirth as a baby, and Mm. now you're... No, it's not that. Mm. (laughs) You know, it's not a a, a magic trick. It's it's that you need to be remade, your spirit, your soul, your heart needs to be remade to the image of Christ, Mm. so God can seize you through his image, mm-hmm. through his blood, through his sacrifice on the cross, because you are remade, you accepted Jesus, so now mm-hmm. you are safe, and everything that was in your past, God can see can see that anymore because mm-hmm. Jesus is between you and God, and he sees you through, uh, through
2: Jesus. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and you know, when we say God can't see that anymore, we're not saying, oh, God doesn't know about, no, yeah. God knows everything, but it's been paid for yes and uh, another you know important thing i want to add it's not just past it's past present present, and future future. yes because uh again you know um the arguments when i get arguments is like well how cheap do you think jesus's blood was yeah that it couldn't pay for it all um and uh, you know faith right faith we need to have faith but what does faith look like um uh, Joshua, uh, if I can use you for, like, an example, I used this with the youth last week. Um, Joshua, did you ever believe in Santa Claus? Yeah. Did you make a... So, because you believed in Santa Claus, um, when December came around, what would you do?
0: Um, I mean, I would just do... I never wrote, like, a letter or nothing, but... Um, like, I remember on Christmas Day, like, on the 24th, my dad used to show me this thing on Google mm-hmm. where you could see where Santa Claus was at in the world, right? Oh, the, like, weather satellite thingy? Yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. showed, like, where Santa Claus was at. And I was, and my dad was like, yo, Santa Claus is about to come, so, like, be ready. I was like, oh, yeah. And then my, my, my mom would help me, like, Put the milk and cookies out.
2: Okay, so you would put milk and cookies out?
0: Yeah, and I remember at school, they would give us, like, reindeer food. Yeah. And then we just stow it outside, and then we wouldn't see it in the morning.
2: <laughs> so, around December, would you make an extra effort to be more, uh, to be a good boy?
0: Gooder. <laughs> to um, not be on the naughty list? If I'm being honest, I don't think I did do, it like, an extra effort, but I probably thought I was. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're
2: a kid, though, so, yeah. you know. That, that's I think that's putting in an extra effort because yeah. w- when we're kids we usually don't think about that um so me like I wrote I did everything I wrote the list I'd put it in the mailbox I'd put out the the cookies and I'd put out the milk I would try to be good uh did you ever stay
0: up and see if you could catch Santa Claus coming to drop off the presents I mean we stayed up that's how we celebrated Christmas we just stayed up I, I wouldn't I, like, they would just make all the, my parents would make all the kids, like go to another room, and they'd be like, oh, Santa, Claus, Santa came, you missed. I'm, and I'm like, what? Oh, yeah. Dang. So, <laughs> the way we would do it is like, I would, um
2: so I would stay up, right? But, like, I would make it a thing to, like, stay by the tree as much <laughs> as I could. Because I'm like, I'm going to see him when he gets here. Or, like, I'd be, like, listening to see if anything landed on the roof or anything. But, you know, you, you look back on that now, and you're like, now you don't believe in Santa Claus, right? No. <laughs> so do you still do any of that? No. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you? Why don't you do that anymore? Because it's illogical. It's not real. Yeah, he's not real. It's fantasy. But at a certain point, you had faith in Santa. That Santa Claus was real. So you, you're Chris, on Christmas. You lived a certain way. And that faith in Santa Claus being real or that belief in Santa Claus being real changed the way you lived out Christmas. So now let's look at faith in Jesus. When you really have faith in Jesus, it does change the way you you live your life. And, um, you know, I, I don't want people to get confused. About, oh, you're, so you're saying you you have to do a certain thing? No, I'm not. But how can you believe that the Son of God, out of love, came down here and died in your place? How can you actually genuinely believe that and your life stays exactly the same?
1: Yeah, then that's, uh, that's uh, what it is, you know. Uh, the Bible says that we will be known by our fruits, so this is this is the thing and i believe that every christian out there should understand this you know uh if you just pray the prayer you know uh, if you just uh go one night and you go to a church and the pastor says all right if you want to accept the lord uh come up front and pray a lot of people think that that's enough But Mm -hmm. there has to be a a change of life because there has to be repentance. And that word repentance comes from the Greek metanoia, which means turn around. Yeah.
2: If I may add, or they think think that prayer or that moment in church is true faith. But uh, this is the other thing, right? Faith comes from the heart it's not um it's not just saying a few words it it happens in the far in the not the fart <laughs> It happens in the it happens it happens in the fart geo i don't oh, know man. where i don't know where the i don't know why i did the F, so I do uh no but it happens in the heart it happens inside of you and when something just like with santa claus like it changes the way you live when you actually believe something you you're transformed by the god paul later on in romans says that we are transformed by the gospel one of your favorite verses what is it pastor uh uh,
1: that uh we have to be transformed by the
2: uh, to change our mind
1: yeah that's what it says and that's what that's where i um i want to clarify everyone about um, Salvation, you know, uh, when you accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, then he lives, uh, his li- lifestyle becomes your lifestyle. And I'm not saying that you are gonna leave everything behind and you're gonna start walk around and preaching to people. But you're uh, whatever wrong you were doing, whatever bad you were doing, whatever evil you were doing, you you won't do it no more, mm-hmm. or you will try because the Holy Spirit will convince you that you're wrong. Mm. Because once you said Jesus, I accept you as my Lord and Savior, the first thing you get is the Holy Spirit. Yeah, you know, in you, and the Holy Spirit will tell you. Yeah, you know, you will, uh, you you will be. Um, convicted of your uh mistakes of your sins mm-hmm. and uh and that's that's why uh, we have to understand that when we say oh yes i am saved it's not only words mm-hmm. it's a lifestyle yeah and when we decide to follow christ n- then we have to uh, we have to understand that we decide to live the way he lived
2: yeah yeah and again just to be clear look you are saved by faith in christ alone period yes but faith in christ provokes a change yes period period like true faith you you really believe or you know faith in the true christ because people make up their own versions or they pick and choose what they want and what they like and or they they only know certain aspects and certain teachings of jesus and they reject the ones that make them uncomfortable, the ones that are harsher. Um, but no, when you believe in the true Jesus who gave his life for you, it provokes a change in your life and belief in that true Jesus who gave his life to you. And that belief alone is what saves you.
1: Yes. Yes. And, uh, we, uh, going back to, uh, to the repentance and, uh, uh and how we what happened in us when, when we accept Jesus? Uh, this is what uh, Psalms, the book of Psalms chapter 51 verse 17 says, "The sacrifice you desire is a broken spirit. So how, how do we how, how do I broke, how do I break my spirit? That happens when you are convicted that you have done something wrong. That's what it says, and it says you will not reject a broken and repentant heart, O God. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, that's the the idea that we want we want to share with the people listening. That you know, it's not going to church. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's just not that, mm-hmm. uh, because uh, you know the Pharisees w- were going to church yeah. more than we do. Yeah, <laughs> and Jesus rejected them. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm not telling you stop going to church because I'm inviting you to go to church, okay? Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm inviting you to go to church because you need to have life with the, uh, with other Christians. Mm-hmm. because you need the support, you need the prayers because they need you because the house of the Lord uh, uh, needs uh, you need to be part of a family and because uh, we are used to uh, to uh, preach to others. So, uh, and that happens when you have communion and relationship with other Christians and, and I know that a lot of people might, might be saying when they hear us, yes, but, uh, you know, I went to church and, and, uh, I got hurt or I got, uh, uh, you know, the disappointed or whatever, whatever they have in their mind, I have to tell you this, this is a quote that I read somewhere, Um uh, I know if you got hurt or you got if if you, if if you got disappointed, mm-hmm. it was people. Yeah, it wasn't God. Yeah, it wasn't Jesus. So what I'm asking you out there is to try Jesus, mm-hmm. not to try a denomination or try to try a church or, or you know. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you, come to Jesus, try him out. Yeah, he is the only one that can save you. Yeah. And that happens through faith alone. But to get to the point of faith alone is not just um, an emotional conviction. Mm -hmm. You know, it has to be a real conviction. You know, recognize I am bad, I am wrong, I need... uh, And and the way I am today, I'm going to hell. Mm -hmm. And the only way, way to avoid that is through Jesus. Yeah, There's no more. So salvation comes through... Jesus by faith, but when you're repented, yeah, of your life. Amen.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and then um, you know, that that's, I think that's how you how you are saved. I think that's pretty simple. But now, what does being saved look like? Right. We already said there is a change. What is that change? Um, well, you're freed from sin. But uh, so what does that mean? You're freed, I guess, from the enjoyment of sin. Uh, Paul says in uh, Romans chapter six from verse one, he says, well, then should we keep on sinning so that God can show us more of his wonderful grace? Of course not. Since we have died to sin, how can we continue to live in it? So, right. Paul's not saying, hey, now that you've been saved, um, don't ever sin again. No, he He knows. You're gonna sin again. In the very next chapter, he breaks down and he says, I do what I hate. I know what is good and I love God and I love his law, but I don't follow it all the time. Right here, what he 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 knows that you're gonna mess up. He messed up. But there's a difference between between sinning and living in your sin. You know? Living in your sin is uh growing it enjoying it not repenting from it looking for sin sometimes uh, sometimes you slip up and you sin but the the difference between a a saved heart is when you sin you will immediately repent right pastor
1: uh when you have the holy spirit mm-hmm. when the spirit it- inhabitates in you then then He will change. You know, when when we're not in Christ, our, uh, we don't have a conscience or we have a broken conscience. Mm-hmm. But when we are in Christ, the Holy Spirit takes place mm-hmm. and now He, uh, as I said it, you know, now the things that you used to do, you don't take them as you used to. Yeah. Because the Holy Spirit tells you now that you are wrong that you are making a mistake that you are hurt, hurting God's heart yeah and and you know that's that's what i believe with all my heart and uh and and i'm 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 looking for a passage right here in the bible but uh i believe that that's the reason why jesus tells tells us that he he was going to send the holy spirit mm-hmm. so so he can uh, he will remember uh, he will remind us Mm -hmm. right continually who we are in jesus now Mm -hmm. and we can we can go through this life because the reality is that uh, we are trying to change our life but our surroundings are the same you know we have the same evil friends probably we have the same evil family we have the same uh, (laughs) evil environment Mm -hmm. and we need the holy spirit to keep reminding us you know you're you're a new creature you're a new creature mm-hmm. and 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 we have to to go to the word like Roman says and change the way we think mm-hmm. and probably that means that we're gonna have to rearrange our uh, our life accordingly mm-hmm. you know maybe we, we need uh, new friends maybe we need uh, we need to separate from the people that uh, instead of helping us or trying to Take uh, uh, drag us down.
3: Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah, but you know, it, the thing that sounds like, oh man, I don't want to do that. But when you have this truth, when you accept Jesus and the Holy Spirit comes and He lives in you, then that just brings so much joy because you're like, man, I'm finally free from all those things that were weighing me down. I'm free from all those people that were dragging me down. Of course, you know you'll you'll have that feeling and at the same time you'll have a burden to share what you have what you received with them so they can have it too yeah but um in general you know when you're saved you're joyful to cut out everything in your life that kept you that kept you from god that hurts the heart of god
1: yeah and and you know the book of ephesians uh, chapter 5 it's uh, the first verses, the whole the, the whole chapter is good, and we are going through uh, our uh, series on Ephesians. So uh, I'm always trying to avoid to share too much about what's, what's come. But uh, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1 uh, to verse 3, it says, Imitate God, therefore, in everything you do, mm-hmm. because you are his dear children. Live a life with love, following the example of Christ, he loved us and offered himself as a sacrifice for us, a pleasing aroma to God. Mm-hmm. So imitate God therefore in everything you do. It's and, and it's talking about, you know, we f- should follow Jesus' steps. Yeah. And uh and once again, you know, uh, we always get get to these you should try Jesus.
2: Mm, yeah. Yeah.
1: You should try Jesus and see. Um, where it take you? and I can assure you this mm-hmm. it'll take you to a better place than where you are today yeah the, you know no doubt about it. so when we when we invite people to be safe, when we people ask how, how like the question Joshua asked you know mm-hmm. how, how do I know i'm I'm safe how, how do I uh, you know first of all, if you're truly repented, the Holy Spirit is dealing in you already and it's convicting you out, out of your sin. And you know, Mm -hmm. you know, because you know, because you know, yeah, because you can feel that Jesus is taking over. Because Mm -hmm. the things that used to that you used to love now they bother you, yeah, because they don't make any sense in the new life that Christ is giving you, yeah. That's why Ephesians says, therefore we should imitate God, yeah, because the the other way didn't work. The other word brings only regret, pain. Because you know, let's let's talk about some evil things. Mm-hmm. Do you know any man that is happy being a cheater? They might say I am happy, but I, I tell you this: they are always stressed. Yeah, at at the brink of an uh, an anxious
2: attack. <laughs> yeah, oh, uh, anxiety attack. I I can tell you know I know uh, I know a cheater um you know had kids with three different women. And I've never seen him happier than when he finally settled down and stuck with one woman and started a family with her, yeah, and he's the happiest he's ever been, yeah um and he can be happier if he found Jesus, yes, yeah, he can be, he you know? can be, but we're we're working on that, you know uh, no no i'm yeah. just I'm just telling you you know that that that's yeah that's that's the way, yeah, but you know that's uh that's a good example of how you know um God, when God says, hey, don't do this. This is bad. It's not God being like wanting to control you in your life. No, it's God saying, hey, this is a better way of life for you. Yeah. A, a lot of the, the w- wisdom in the Bible, you know, we think it's just uh, it, it's just uh, spiritual. It is spiritual, but a lot of it, it is also just practical good life advice. Hey, only have one woman. Why? Well, like you said, you know, being a cheater is stressful. Being a a cheater ends in heartbreak you, all you, the time.
1: You know that I read an article many years ago, and, and the article said that uh, February the 13th mm-hmm. is uh the uh, hotels and uh, flower places makes m- more money than what they do on February the 14th. Mm. Because uh, all the cheaters, they have to uh, uh, compensate for their lovers, mm-hmm. so they have to spend more money. So the fourteen, they have to be with their actual couples. So it's crazy.
2: Oh, man, that uh, that's not crazy. That is disgusting. Hon- it, honestly, that's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: It is, but it ha- but it's happening. Yeah. So you see how much people is broken, mm-hmm. and and how much people
2: need Jesus. They need to be saved. Yeah, they need
1: to be saved. Yeah. Yes. Yeah,
2: and uh, you know, uh, right now, um, you know, we're talking about being transformed and all that. I I just want to clear up, you know, being transformed. That's not salvation. Salvation. I mean, we covered it at the beginning. Faith in Jesus. True faith. This is sanctification. I yes. wanted to add that uh theological word there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and that
1: happens. That happens once Jesus takes over.
2: Yeah, uh, sanctification begins the moment salvation is Start. done. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. So uh, I hope that 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 uh, uh, answered your your question, Joshua. And I don't know. To me, salvation is simple, Gio. So and, simple. And yeah, so I don't know what else to add.
2: Yeah, yeah no, I mean, uh, you know, we, I'm going through the book of Romans with the youth, and um, we got to this, and I was like, did you guys think it could be, It's that. it was that simple? They're like, no, it can't be. And I was like, all right, you know what, let's, uh, I'm going to read the the um, verse we were reading. I had them read it, um, but it was Romans chapter 3, uh, verse 22. We're made right with God by placing our faith in Jesus Christ. And this is true for anyone who believes, no matter who we are. And, and they were like, no, it can't be that. It can't be that easy. No, you got to do this. this." And I'm like, all right, read it again. And they'd go and they'd read it. And I was like, did you see any of that stuff that you thought it had to be? And they're like, no. I was like, all right. I was like, but, but that's too easy. I, I got to earn it. I was like, Read it again. Read it again. And I was like, you know, what? as a matter of fact, read a couple of um verses before that uh on 20 it says no one can ever be made right with god by doing what the law commands <laughs> the law simply shows us how sinful we are yeah. And, yeah and
1: and you know th- this is the reality that we live in a culture mm-hmm. uh, that teaches that uh love is uh is based on merit yeah Uh I'm a father, I'm I'm a 48-year-old man, and my youngest is 21. But Mm -hmm. when they were growing up, I would tell them, if you do good at school, you get what you want for Christmas. Yeah. And I know that probably 99.9% of the parents out there have done the same. Mm Mm-hmm. Because we want to motivate our kids, but if we don't teach that, right, our kids will grow up thinking that, okay, for my dad to love me and reward me, I have to do good. Yeah. For, and, for
2: oh no, keep going.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and know. and that's the mentality we grow up with. Yeah. So when we come to Jesus, we come with that with that mentality, and mm-hmm. that's why Romans Romans tells us that we have to change our way of thinking. Yeah. Because uh, you don't you don't have to do anything for Jesus to love you more. Yeah. Or you have to stop doing anything for Jesus to love you less. Yeah. He loves you. Yeah and he's the definition of love yeah according to John yeah so uh if there's a measurement for
2: love John says God is love yeah <laughs> and yeah i, I think <clears throat> um you know I, I, I don't know if i mean you heard you grew up with this pastor but I, I know for me um you know there's a lot of voices when you're growing up in church and not everyone teaches the same gospel so yes i heard that hey just believe in jesus and you're saved but then i also heard oh oh no but you messed up so you gotta you gotta make yourself right with god because who knows what if you die tonight and you don't make it to heaven you gotta every time you you slip up and you sin, you better make sure you ask for forgiveness immediately because if you die, who knows if you can make it to heaven. Or, hey, you got to you gotta wear this. You have to come to church and do this. You have yeah. to be this. You have to look I, like this.
1: Can I add something to that? I grew up in a yeah. very traditional Pentecostal church in South America. Mm-hmm. So uh, there was this uh, this. Uh, this uh, broma joke, uh, uh-huh. uh, yeah, this joke about uh, about this specific lady among the youth, mm-hmm. because uh, every week the pastor will say, if there's someone that needs to be saved, please come up front. We will we will pray for you. Mm-hmm. This lady for all the years that I went, that I that I was at that church growing up, that probably seven eight, I don't remember how many years I was at that, that church. Now, mm-hmm. every single Sunday. The lady was going up front. Yeah. Wow. Because and, and uh, we need to understand mm-hmm. salvation.
2: Mm.
1: And uh uh we we read it that I repented heart. Mm-hmm. God won't reject. No. And uh I'm not I'm not saying that once you're saved you will never Sin again. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying if you're saved, you will never do wrong again. Mm-hmm. We'll do over and over. Yeah. But we can come to the source. We can come to Jesus and tell them. Because, but, uh, but why Why are we able to come to, the, to Jesus? Because the Holy Spirit is there. Mm-hmm. Because we are saved. Mm.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So the Holy Spirit, because <laughs> of the salvation through Christ only, yeah. is telling us you're doing wrong.
2: You're doing wrong.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And, you know, that was what I needed to hear. I'm sure I heard it. But the the stuff that makes you doubt is louder when you hear it, you know. Yeah. And at, at, you said that about um the lady should go up every single Sunday. Well, every time I went to a youth event and they did an altar call, and if anyone wants to be saved, come up. I went every time. And and I
1: believe that every youth at every church is doing the same. Yes. And
2: uh, the the thing is, you know. Because everyone's so scared because they don't know if mm. they're saved. Mm. They're not sure. Um I, re- I asked the youth, my youth that, you know, I said, how many of you think? I didn't even say no. I said, think you're saved. Only two. Only two. Everyone else said maybe. I don't know. So, you know, then I, I went through, you know, what we read, the big focus being that um, you're saved by putting faith in Jesus Christ. This is true for anyone who believes in him. And, you know, I just really drilled it in them like, hey, you are saved because of this. And then towards the end, they understood it. And everyone said, I, I, I changed the word. I didn't say think now. Like, How many of you know you're saved? And thank God all of them raised their hands. Yeah. Um, and if we were to get rid of that fear of am I saved or am I not saved? Um, I I think the the church would be so much more powerful strong passionate willing to go and reach the lost because the the idea is you know well how can i go to them if i'm not even sure that what i'm telling them applies to me because i messed up yesterday doing this or my in my mind i'm still thinking of this but what if we started teaching the true gospel and everyone had the confidence in that. I am saved because I put my faith in Jesus. And with that confidence and boldness, they walked out into the world. I mean, we'd be unstoppable.
1: Yes. Yes. I agree. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree. And, uh, and I believe that, uh, we are at a point in the history of the world where we, have to share the true gospel, yeah. You know, yeah, Jesus, uh, Jesus died for us to give us salvation mm-hmm. through Him and Him alone, yeah. No works, no efforts, Mm-mm. no sacrifices. No, nope. He was the perfect sacrifice. Mm-hmm. They paid the price He paid is so high, so high that mm-hmm. nobody else could yeah. never do the same yeah because it's done once and for all
2: yeah yeah and you know he when we accepted him he made us new not he's going to make us new not now you have to make yourself new no he made you new yeah you're not the same as you were before we are born again Yes. yes yes
1: yes so i hope this was a good conversation and um uh, just want to say bye to all uh to all our listeners and people talked to us on sunday he said hey i'm all caught up i'm waiting for more, for more episodes and
2: uh, <laughs> he's caught up how many months after we started the <laughs>
1: podcast just one more mona- yeah. m- month after so uh. Uh, uh so for all of our all of our friends that are out there uh, listening thank you thank you for the support uh we don't do this for uh not for fame, not for money, because we don't even have sponsors. We, uh, we buy our own equipment. We, uh, we do a lot of sacrifices in order to get to this point with the podcast. You know, uh, we go through uh, um, uh, different emotional states, uh, in our lives that make us think, uh, rethink if we're doing the right thing. But I believe that God called us to do this too, mm, and. And uh, that's why we do it. So I hope that people out there is being blessed. I I pray to the Lord that the youth that are listening to this can feel that uh, the Holy Spirit, the grace of the Lord, the mercy of our uh, our Lord, the grace of Jesus Christ is going through uh, the waves of uh, wherever they're listening to this Mm -hmm. podcast. Yeah. 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 So bye, my friends. Love you.
2: Man, I love the conversation. Uh, I love just talking about the simplicity of the gospel, clearing that up. Uh, Guys, it's not complicated at all. All the complicated parts, uh, God took care of that on his own. So, um, you know, thank you guys for listening. Uh, Share this podcast with anyone you know needs to hear it um, or anyone you think needs to hear it. Just share it. Or anyone that, you know, probably doesn't need to hear it because they have the true gospel, but you know, they just need a refresher because <laughs> some of us all, all need a refresher. I, so I, I need a refresher. Pastor you know, needs a refresher from time to time. And <laughs> it's just, it, it just builds us up to hear the, about the simplicity of the gospel. So share the podcast guys. Um, thank y'all for listening and we will see you next week. And remember, and remember <laughs> um, And remember, oh yeah, I did that at the end. My bad, guys. Come on, GM. It's been like a, it's been, it's been a month and a half. Month (laughs) month and a half, man. Look, I have a short, I have bad memory. Short term. you, but guys, 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 guys. Remember, just put your faith in Jesus. That's all it is.